0: Hello, everybody. Don't adjust that screen of yours. It is just me, just yours truly, Kevin. Uh, Chad had to miss today, so you're only going to get my smiling face and only one voice to hear. So there's going to be a lot of interaction, I hope, on this live stream. And we'll just kind of get to it, right? I mean, it's going to be a really exciting one, obviously. Um, Still here at Brew Fitness down here in Milwaukee if you ever find yourself in Milwaukee make sure you check out Brew Fitness, Ryan and the whole gang here. Opening a second location, so proud of those guys. They're doing a really good job. They keep me in shape, Chad not so much. Um yeah, Brew Fitness Milwaukee, can't can't thank you enough. Healthy Roster Kids, we miss you. We miss you a lot. We should have another maybe another call soon. But we could not have done this podcast live without the Healthy ros- the Healthy Roster folks. Um, everybody's saying hi on the, on the live stream. That's so cool. Go over to that link, healthyroster.com Check them out. If you need anything else, um, from athletic trainers, trying to make athletic training worlds much easier. So, all right, let's get back to this camera. There it is. I figured it out, Chad. Don't worry about it. This button thing right here is not as complicated as he always makes it out to be. Anywho, so. We got some exciting news to talk about today. Um, we are legitimately, um, we just keep finding people that want to help athletic trainers out. So one, our mate, our major topic of the day is actually, you guys are going to hear what I do for a living. Um, we're, we're partnering with the company that I work, work with in order to give you guys a much better educational experience um, and then maybe get to learn something new about athletic training and how... I changed my career, and it's changed for a great thing. And to be very honest, um, I can't wait to share it with everybody else. And so, uh, anybody that's still wondering where Chad is, he's just home. He's sick. It's okay. Um, which will kind of be a little spoiler alert of what we're going to talk about later, as a friend or foe. And it was a better, it was better for him to stay home. Uh, he's got to actually wake up pretty early and go travel as an athletic trainer. Huh. You guys, like you don't know anything about that, but he's at home. He's taking care of himself. He's getting some fluids. He's probably also taking care of that little kid of his, um, and then, yeah, we'll be we'll be just fine. I think we'll pull through this, you know. I might rely on a little Dylan. I might rely on, you know, a little Nate to help me out, you know, keep me on track or something. Give me a countdown if I'm talking too long or something like that, maybe. Chad usually yells at me, gives me like maybe like one or two fingers and be like, hey, Let's, let's let's roll with this, okay? Anyway, should we, I don't know, should we just get right into it? I think um, we have some cool stuff to talk about. We're not going to do all the segments today just because, I mean, to be very honest, some of the segments are very interactive of me and Chad, and I, so I think we should probably s- save some of those for when he's back. But we'll still get our FMK, our, our fat and our friend or foe in, so... Um, yeah I think we'll just I think we'll just get right into it boom <laughs> guys before I go anywhere our friends Howie's they've been reaching out to us they love the show they love our listeners and I don't know if you've heard We've been talking about them a lot. That's because Howie's, they're they're doing some really cool stuff. They think about athletic trainers. They care about their athletic trainers. They are very, very athletic training centered. And like never before, athletic trainers are switching over to Howie's Tape. Um, They also have really cool swag, by the way. I mean, I think... Very underestimated. I didn't I didn't realize how cool their stuff was. But, all right, you've heard us talk about Howie's Athletic Tape before, but we want to talk about something that is important to all of us, shipping speed. Now, we all have been there before. You order something, and you need to get that to you ASAP. And, of course, when it, it's, it's delayed and you reach out to the company, they either don't respond or they don't even help you, right? Oh, yeah, 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 we just sent it out. We just sent it out. Sure you did. Howie's, they're different. They guarantee getting orders shipped as soon as possible. They will actually get your order processed, and if they're able to, get it shipped out the very same day. Even if they run into an issue with your order, they are always communicating with you along the way. They always make sure everything is fixed properly. It really shows how much they care for each and every customer that orders from them, and it's just another reason to try Howie's and why other athletic trainers are switching to Howie's every day. If you're interested in seeing what they can do for you, give them a call, 877-494-3212 or email them at Howie, H-O-W-I-E, Howie, at HowiesAthleticTape.com, and they'll take care of you. They've been really, oh, am I talking too loud? Sorry, guys. Maybe I can turn it down. Um, They've been really good with us. They've been Absolutely crushing it from the standpoint of like, they love hearing our feedback from you guys about what, how, how can Howie's be better? How can they get to athletic trainers more? Um, it's been pretty, it's been a really fun relationship. Just like our relationship with Healthy Roster, Brew Fitness, I mean, Kinematic. I mean, we've had a lot of companies that have been really great to work with so far. And I'm very impressed. You're long. Anyway, oh, sorry. I was I was talking too long, not loud. I was kind of wondering how I could have been talking too loud. Nothing's yelling at me on here or anything like that. But thanks for keeping me honest, Dylan. I appreciate it. That was way too long for me. I need to move on to something else. What should we talk about? I think we should do friend or foe. I think we should get right into the elephant in the room That there isn't an elephant in the room. There's not a Chad. There's not somebody else with me right now. And it's just me talking nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. I probably should have brought like more water or something, to be honest. I'm I'm probably going to get really dry here. Anywho, friend or foe, doing treatments while you're sick. Okay? Doing treatments, treating athletes while you as the athletic trainer are sick. Um, I don't know if there's anybody that's been not in an athletic training room in their life and have had something going on, right? And whether it's maybe you had too many beverages the previous night or something as bad as, you know, you you got some sort of illness that's really taken you out. Um, I know I've been there. And it creates a really interesting, I think, topic right now. I don't, um, out of the way, Nate, um, it's really easy to say like nobody should treat anybody. Nobody should be working if they're sick. Right. But I think as athletic trainers, we all know that it's really difficult for us to step away from our jobs. It's really difficult for us to be replaced at our jobs. Um, we've talked about it at length in many podcasts of how our, career and our jobs are generally different from the standpoint of we have to be there every day. And it's kind of amazing at how often throughout your season, throughout your work year, that you will not get sick, right? At least nothing that'll take you out. Nothing that's actually, hey, zero chance that I can go to work today. So, I'm debating it in my head of, like, what's the level? So, like, what's the level now, particularly in this COVID to post-COVID world, of going to work and you have a head cold, right? You go to work and maybe you just, your stomach doesn't feel good, right? I think for years, all of us would just still go to work. Um, I mean, and even, you know, not getting into, like, covid in in reality because there's there's that's a whole different rabbit hole but like many people that have had covid have had you know very minimal symptoms and i think even looking at that as this barometer well like yeah well you know if it's a virus that's infecting everybody across the entire world like i probably shouldn't go to work at the same time think of everybody that they had it and they didn't know or they they just had, you know, cold like symptoms. I mean, it's very, it's a very interesting topic, particularly as a health giver, but not a health caregiver that um, is just working a shift, right? We cover teams. We, oh, sorry, Dylan. Sorry that you've been battling that cold for two weeks now. I don't know. I haven't, I, I've been unbelievably just great, not sick at all for like the last year and a half and it's kind of felt pretty good. I haven't had I don't even think I've had a single cold. People around me have had it, but like it's kind of weird. Anyway, I think it's interesting as athletic trainers. We even me and Chad were kind of going over what what like what should I talk about tonight and we he brought this up because he's sick and his wife was like that's ridiculous. You should never go to work if you're sick. And he's like, "Julie, Like, come on, like we've talked about this, like it's a different world. Um, Athletic training just can't call in sick unless you really have to. Um, And I don't know, maybe we should have a little bit different of a mentality, but I am very curious to know where, is there a new barometer? Are we more cautious when we're have the sniffles or, you know, we do have a head cold or maybe just a light cough or. God, like I've been, I've been trying to cough up this phlegm all day and I just can't. I mean, are we now way more in tune with that so that now we would not go to work or maybe, I don't know, all right I, I really don't ever want to do this, but are we going to wear masks all the time when we're feeling a little sick? I have no idea. Um, I know what my vote is on that, but at the same time, and if that allows us to continue to do our job, God, that's what I said right at the beginning of everybody wearing masks. I said, I'll go to work if I—it's it, it, all I have to do is wear a mask. Cool. I'll do it. And then, you know, over a year later, and it's like, wow, we're, we're still doing it. Um, obviously, we're all coming out of it a little bit. Not, different areas of the country are a little bit different, but here in Milwaukee and in Wisconsin, we're doing pretty good and lots of good numbers, good vaccinations and things like that, but... I don't I don't know. I, I'm I'm very curious to where this will take us for sick days, you know. Oof. Nate, you know, he doesn't consider colds, coughs, sniffles of being sick. If I can still fully function, I'm not sick. I've taken two sick days in the seven years. And you know what? I think most of us are pretty pretty much the same, right? Josie, I've taken one sick day in my four years of work. That's because I was so sick. I literally slept through the entire day. Good for you. Oh my gosh. I remember, um, I only remember one day legitimately in the, in the last 10 years, fortunately, like way fortunately that I said, I I have to go. Like I have to go. Um, and it was like a straight up stomach flu. Like I can't work. I'm literally running to the bathroom every 10 minutes. Um, that was bad. That was really bad. That was really bad. Ooh, that's a good question. All right. Or good like topic, chronic migraines. She goes to Hannah Grace Davis goes to work with chronic migraines all the time. Um, it's, yeah, I, I, she says AT just doesn't function that way, right? Um, it doesn't. Athletic training doesn't function that way. I think if we can function, we have to go in. Um, And I don't know, I've never had a really bad migraine, so I don't know what it's like to function with a migraine. Um, Gosh, yeah, I just, all I know is that, you know, when you're sick, the last thing you want to do is take care of other people, right? And it's so, nah. Um, Yeah, dang. Rick Cox brings it in there. Stop normalizing sick not taking sick days, right? I I mean, I bring up the fact that I, just, I feel really lucky. I feel like there was something, particularly in my previous career when I was in baseball, there was something about during the season, I mean, I was exposed to, I guess, however many different germs and bacterias and whatever out there traveling across the country all season long. Um, it was like my body knew that it couldn't get sick. And I don't know if anybody else gets that, but and it was clockwork. It was absolutely clockwork. Three days after the season would end and my body could actually relax and I could just like veg out for a little bit, I would get like a cold or I would get something, some sort of like seasonal thing um, that I think a lot of people suffer with all the time. Oh man, I was always so lucky that I didn't get that. I just heard that beeping again, by the way, If if you were here on the last podcast. I don't know where it's coming from. Somewhere. Anywho, I mean, I think it's a, uh, it's definitely a foe, right? I think if if we're trueing, if we're playing true friend or foe, treating athletes while you're sick, no chance is that a friend to me. Um, I'm not saying don't go to work while you're if you're sick. What I'm saying is there's zero chance I want to ter- treat anybody when I'm sick. It's just it's awkward. Um, your body's a little run down, you're having to deal with other people and their crap. And, oh man, I mean, no, I hated it. I hated it. If I had anything going on like that one day, um, trying to figure out how to like take care of somebody else. Most of my, most of my sick days, not that I took sick days, meaning like that I didn't feel good. Those were all self-inflicted for sure. Um, as you guys could probably imagine. Anywho, I think we're going to go on to the next one. That was a good one. But we're going to do a little fictional athletic trainer. If you're new to the podcast or you're just listening to this for the first time, fictional athletic trainer. So we take fictional characters and we debate. I'm going to debate with myself and maybe some of these lovely folks on the live stream here of who would be the best athletic trainer of the original Jurassic Park cast. So, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Chad doesn't know much about Jurassic Park. He, I don't think he really saw the first one. I think if you, if everybody's heard, um, we've had multiple debates on like, you know, Mount Rushmore's and things like that. Um, totally in my Mount Rushmore of movies. 1993 Jurassic Park came out June 11th. Happens to be my... uh my birthday, and went to it, had like a birthday party, it just, for some reason, that movie will always have a place in my heart, and then, honestly, I think it's so good, I think it is just one of the best created movies of all time, it's so great, I, it stands the test of time, I don't think it's any, like, the the graphics, the animatronics, and all that kind of stuff, I think it holds up with the new ones, and it's... Oh god, it's almost 30 years old. So good. So good. So good. So good. Oh, best cure for a hangover. Okay, we'll pause. Best cure for a hangover. I'll get I'll get to that. Um Dylan. So whatever your fancy or your hydration packet. Um I use this stuff called right stuff, but I'll also use pink Himalayan sea salt. A little bit of that in a water bottle. Then I and make sure it's room temp. By the way, um, if you're into if you if you like Tylenol or anything like that, two Tylenols and then an Alka Seltzer. Let that Tylenol dissolve in that water, and then throw the Alka Seltzer in there. Boom, take it down. Great hangover cure. Um, not only are you getting the hydration, but you're also getting pain relief. And then you're also from the Alka Seltzer. It's kind of the bubbles. The bubbles make the tummy feel a little better, you know. And then a little bit of the and things like that just kind of clear you up a little bit. So I know I'm sure I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did, but everybody else needs to hear this, right? So, uh, Jurassic park. I don't think we did Jurassic park unless you're talking about my hangover cure. I'm sure I talked about this a year ago, my hangover cure. That's been gosh. Um, that's been my go-to since I was a, a young buck in the baseball game. And Dan Wright, he he taught me that one. Um, the other thing for me, unless it's really bad, is I, I should you should sweat. You should do something to sweat. Um, I, you, you have to get circulation going. You have you have to like just increase your heart rate and like get your body where it should be. Um, it always helps me unless it's really bad. If it's really, really bad, and I, I'll, I'll speak from very recent experience, um, it doesn't feel great. I, I felt great for about 10 minutes and then all went downhill. But anywho, um, hangover, bad man, hangovers, hangover cures, sometimes just hanging out. That second nap, the second nap, that's also a good one. The Like the post-lunch nap, um, that tends to really push me over the edge too. But it's kind of crazy because I'm not that old, but holy cow, that's my barometer of how old I am because my hangovers are bad now. Anyway, fat, Jurassic Park, Um, (laughs) principles of athletic training textbook for sure. I think absolutely, Kento. Um, (laughs) There's a lot of things we learn as professional athletic trainers, like once we're certified and we're actually working in the field, versus what we get taught, right? Um, I I can't tell you how many of the the little special things that you do for your athletes, um, those didn't come from the textbook. I'll tell you I'll tell you that much, um, but it definitely should be in there. Ba- basics of Gen Med One Athletic Training. How do you help hangovers? It's a really good thing. Um, yeah, so for the 12th time, um, Jurassic Park. So one of my favorite movies, I think I was just going to kind of go through the different characters. Um, the first, remember I'm only talking about the first one, the original, the original cast there's, it's so great. It's such a great acting cast. Um, I think it's really easy to think about Grant, Grant lead character, right? He'd be an amazing athletic trainer, smart. He's um really really calm under pressure um he what I what I think is most athletic training in the bottom is that he starts off hating well I guess no most athletic trainers start off loving all their athletes then they grow to uh, maybe not I don't know but his his role and in, in the movie is he's not a big kid person I see all of our athletes as kids right and I think he grows to like him i'll say that he grows this appreciation for taking care of them because he sees what they what they give back to him as um a father-like figure um i think he's he's the easiest choice right um the other thing i like and if you if you've seen the movie you remember the scene very correct very well and it's the beginning of the movie when the little kid goes I don't know, that doesn't look that scary. It just looks like a six-foot turkey. And he pulls out that raptor claw, and he talks to the kid in this demeanor of, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to school you on what raptors are actually really like, velociraptors are like, which are nothing like they were apparently in the real world, but doesn't matter. Um, and even like sound effects, actions, that he got so much focus out of that kid. I think he would make a great athletic trainer. Now, his significant other, Ellie. um, What she brings to the table is, one, she's tough as nails. So I think she would not let a long work day get her down. She would not let being a little sick get her down. Um, Not only that, but this... I don't know if you guys, are, if you remember in the movie when they they get out of the cars early and it's um, the Triceratops is sick and she uh, says, you know what, I need to see the dino droppings. Now, I don't expect any athletic trainer to say I need to see your droppings, but imagine the commitment to taking care of something that you say I'm going to dig in this big pile of shit in order to see if they're they're feeling all right. I think that's pretty athletic training, right? Um, great athletic trainer, Malcolm, (laughs) Malcolm, too smart for the room though. Right now, here's the other thing throughout the movie, right? He, he makes mistakes. He gets out of the car when he shouldn't have got out of the car. You know, Grant yells at him to freeze, but he doesn't freeze. Um, lucky son of a gun must go faster, must go faster. Um, I think he's brilliant a little too brilliant for his own good people aren't gonna understand he would be that very innovative athletic trainer that everybody's walking around being like I don't know he's always making me do this crazy stuff like I don't know if it works like I just do it because he tells me to do it um, and then by the end of it he's kind of like yeah see I was right like you're healthy right well I don't know if it was really your exercises that kept me kept me healthy uh maybe it did. Totally my up. So I think he's average. Definitely not the strongest candidate out of the movie. He's funny. I love that bomb. You know what? When he reads the map, when he breaks down the simplicity of the map for Ellie when she's going to try to like restart up Jurassic Park. Um that's very athletic training like he's very like hey stop overthinking this here here's this is what you're supposed to be doing stop thinking about where your toes and your feet and your and your knees and this and this and this no I just want you to feel your your core you know while you're actually doing a squat and then everything else might take care of itself or at least now you're focusing on the one thing that you can focus on um, great great scene. Um, who else? I mean, Hammond, Hammond's rich, whatever. He's uh, idea guy, right? Big idea guy. Um Woo, I mean, obviously very intelligent, but also very like maniacal and almost just God, by the, I mean, if you'd seen the newer ones by then, he's, he's a very, he's a big me guy, you know, it's all about him and what he did. Same thing with, um, uh, Nedry, right, he's a big me guy. You know, he's, oh, gosh, I, I've i run this whole place from this computer and nobody cares about me. Whatever, dude. Clean up your workstation. Um, I'm blanking on Samuel L. Jackson's Arnold, Mr. Arnold. Um, <laughs> well, one, he smokes too much. Um, and, yeah, no real athletic training qualities other than, Maybe, I guess he was a he was pretty good with the computers. He was pretty. I, he was kind of like he ran everything, made sure everything had its place. Um, who am I missing? Oh, Muldoon or what? Like the, uh, <laughs> yeah, Muldoon. That guy. I mean, for him being like this expert in hunting and like everything, like he. <sighs> got eight the raptors right clever girl like hold (laughs) as i said that i see that nate i don't know how to you know what add to broadcast i'm gonna try it there it is um hold on to your butts i love that line such a great line um i don't know how to get that off by the oh there it is hold on to your butts Hey, that's pretty easy. Why does Chad think this is so hard all the time? I'm just kidding. He actually said it was incredibly easy. I just can't multitask that much and talk about Jurassic Park all in one sitting. So, um, I, I can't not go with Grant, um, on this. I kind of, I wanted to figure out how to make the perfect athletic trainer out of Tim or Lex, you know, like the two kids. If you, if you looked at them as just like one kid, um, Tim incredibly brave at the end of it right um, he also he, he he had to grow up a lot you know he was he read a lot of textbooks he was that athletic training student that read every textbook and he goes up to his certified and he you know he's asking why 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 and you're like just stop asking the question why and do every once in a while and then you'll figure out why um, totally Lax is a little she freaks out a lot. She's she's a bit of a scaredy cat. Um, but again, at the end, especially in the kitchen, she's God. I mean, the only reason they survived is because of her wit and her ability to trick a velociraptor. That was freaking awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Josie. Uh, Vince Vaughn's second movie. I, I stuck to the one. I stuck to the first movie. There's just too many epic characters. I think Vince Vaughn in the second movie actually would make a pretty darn good athletic trainer, mainly because it's Vince Vaughn and he's just going to have one-liners and all day long you're going to be laughing. It's it's so great. Um, yeah, I but I can't I can't not go with Grant. I really. Oh, actually, you know what? No, screw it. I'm going to go Ellie. I'm gonna, Ellie. Ellie is my. That's my athletic trainer. I think by the end of it, um. She's going to prove to be the best all around. Um, She's got the right attitude going into everything and then appreciates what she's seeing around her. So I think it's great. Um, Hey, husband of Josie. How are you? Nice to meet you. Sorry. It's just me today. Um, Chad's sick. If we, if, if you just joined us recently, Chad's not feeling good, but that's okay. That's okay. He filled in for me one time, by the way. I don't know if anybody remembers that. Um, I got stuck in like a snowstorm coming back from Mexico. That was early in the live stream days. So one of the good folks here at Brew Fitness just gave me, uh, I'm totally going to, I can't remember what these are called, but she gave me basically sugar on sugar that's a little sour and they were, it's like a strip. And they taste like, um, I don't know. I forget what the, God, I'm blanking it. They're not as sour as Sour Patch Kids. But they're very good. I guess they're from, you can only get them on Amazon. Because they're only in like, I don't know, like Nashville or something. But very nice to treat me with some sugar so I can keep all of you a little entertained. But I think what I want to do now is move on to the future topic, and we're going to go to it. What do you guys think? All right. So, guys, this is something I've been wanting to talk to you about for a while. We've talked about... so. Some people know my background. Some people know Chad's background. Most people know that we both worked in baseball for a really long time. Chad still works in baseball. Um, I got out of baseball. um, I found myself working at a small little clinic in Shorewood, Wisconsin. It's called Structural Elements. Um, I actually, I met an acupuncturist, believe it or not, that, and I met him through a mutual doctor that we both uh, work with often. And this, our doctor friend said, Hey, like you guys think very similarly when it comes down to treating, treating the body. Um, He's trying to create this acupuncturist was trying to create basically a clinic that anybody could go to. You could get anything taken care of. It's a cash based clinic. Um, So we don't take insurance and what I found out that it was, it was called. It is called structural elements, right? And I'm gonna to try to not make this story very long because I want you to check it out. I mean, go to StructuralElements.com. You'll find my beautiful face on there somewhere. But what we started is we started expanding, not with the physical clinic, but we started expanding online so that all of you could start learning what I learned in order to become a structural elements therapist. And there's there's different levels of what you can do. So I'm currently, I am a, a it's what you call a micro-franchisee. And then the next level down is a network provider. And then a network, and then the next one down is called a Connect Pro, I think. And each level, you get a little bit more. So the bottom level, basically you get to learn uh, a quick assessment of somebody's entire body, right? So when you have somebody that's that comes in for back pain, comes in for neck pain, shoulder pain, elbow pain, whatever it is, if you do this assessment, you'll at least take care of their entire body. Every single person that I touch in my clinic, every single person that I take care of, I do this assessment and you would get to learn how to do that. And I promise you, even this little 15-minute assessment is so valuable it's so valuable to look at somebody from a different lens right we we got taught and I was guilty of it most of my career of like always honing in close to where the symptoms were and then trying to go away trying to see okay what are the hips doing what are the what like what's going on on the on the other side like you know whole you know kinetic chain blah 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 and I, it was always just so jumbled. Well, like what we've done now at Structural Elements is we figured out how to, much smarter people than me figured out how to map the body, figure out how to map the body and take care of the entire body in a very short time. And it takes care of so many issues. I can't tell you how many people not only come in and they say, "Ah, oh, my hip's been bothering me. And in a short window, I can affect the hip. But then they also come back the next week and they tell me, man, I slept so well last that, that like when you gave me that treatment last week, oh my God, like, you know, my hip is still kind of bothering me, but like what I noticed is that like, I'm not as sore after my workouts. Oh, you know what? I didn't even tell you this. My left hamstring always gets sore and it hasn't been sore whatsoever. So structural elements, structural check it out. Um, Long again, getting back to like my story, I become a therapist at Structural Elements in Shorewood. It's a very weird world to be in to the amount of money you make is how much how many people get on your table. It's a very different world than most athletic training worlds because no matter how many people you treat, you just get paid the same, right? And it's fascinating to me to go from that world to now owning my own business. Because as a micro-franchisee, you would even own your own business. You set your own hours. You do what you want to do, how much you want to work. And I'm not going to lie, starting a business is very hard. But being a micro-franchisee or being in this network, being in this connected network is so cool. Because all of a sudden, now, instead of me taking that leap and opening my own brick and mortar clinic. I joined a clinic and now I'm this little entity inside a clinic. Now I'll tell you this very soon here, I've gotten busy enough and have applied myself enough in that clinic that now I'm buying the clinic. So now I am going to be the clinic owner. And I don't know if any of you athletic trainers out there have ever thought about owning a clinic, (laughs) but I always thought, you know what? I think I, what I want to do when I'm done with baseball is open maybe like a little gym somewhere people can do some rehab, somewhere somebody can go and, you know, just ask questions. You know, this has been going on. You know what? I I, I have the sniffles. Like, what should I take? What should I go look for at Walgreens? Hey, like do you really do you think I should get this x-ray instead of going straight to the hospital? And structural elements has given me that opportunity to step into that in a very short period and it's been awesome and I can't I can't talk about it enough in such a great light because the people that are around it too the people that formed it the people that operate the whole franchise itself are so amazing they're so caring and they they want everybody to succeed and I've had this Always had somebody right next to me, being able to answer questions and help guide me through this whole business ownership side. Um, So that being said, and I know I'm I'm boring the crap out of you probably now because it's not this isn't nothing's funny about this, and I'm not bouncing ideas off of Chad and a lot less. That's what she said tonight, but um, structural elements and me figured out how to get every one of our listeners, um, a free 30 month or f- 30 months here, yeah, right? Free 30 days of trying this, um, this new connect that we have, we have established. So I have the link. I'm going to give it to everybody. I, this is not something I want to hold on to for just our live listeners. I want everybody to understand how great this is and how much I wish I had this in my previous career. I wish I could have had this in my back pocket and I wish I would have looked at my athletes in this light more often because I think I would have taken care of so many more injuries before they even happened or got them back faster because it gave me the tools to treat head to toe even though somebody was just complaining about their knee. Think about if I can make an entire body efficient how great that is for a knee rehab. And all it takes is just a little bit more work, whatever it is, right? Um, so, structuralomens.com, you can go there. I'm also going to send that link out. That'll get you the 30 day trial. And then, if you do sign up, you will get a discount because you're friends of the candid folks. Um, I'm going to get that out to everybody. I'll probably attach it in the show notes. Um, if anybody has, Specific questions you want and that you want to know more about, and it's just not on the podcast, right? Where I'm boring half the people you want to know more about it. You want to reach out, either reach out Canada athletic training at gmail.com. Um, if you reach out to there, I'm sure I'll give you my, my other, my other work email. Otherwise you can go to structural elements.com. You probably can even, I think my email's on there just to let you know. Um, It's just K Creighton at structuralelements.com. but um, anybody wants to have a conversation about it, I geek out just as much on this and like owning the clinic and like having ownership of what my life looks like now versus always having to rely on what the schedule said. Um, I geek out on that just as much as I geek out on talking about core exercises or proper Posture, and I'll tell you what I think. Again, I really, really wish I had this ability to work on humans the way I work on them now. Five, eight, nine years ago, I think I think it really would have helped a lot of my elite athletes, my professional athletes. So imagine what that can do for everybody else. Whether you work in a clinic, you work in high school, you work in a college, it is applicable everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. So reach out if you want to have more questions um, and you want to talk about anything. Kevin, you need to fix your postnomials on that structural elements. LAT, ATC, not ATC, LAT. See, that's a good. I mean, Dylan, I mean, why LAT, ATC? I'm interested in that because, and I, I'm glad you brought that up. It's pretty good. I, I think some people... I put ATC, LAT all the time. Because in our state, like we have to have LAT, but I love that it's ATC first because that's what it was first. I don't know. I don't know if it's actually like... Is that more proper, Dylan? Like is there is there something about that that you should be LAT and then ATC? I have no idea. But... If you have any questions, reach out. Um, I'll get you guys all the link, and it's really fun. It's really – i um, I'm not going to lie. Like, as I'm now transitioning into this clinic ownership role, um, my number one goal is to make sure that everybody in my clinic is just, you know, slammed. And there's a line out the door saying – you know what, every time my big toe hurts, I come see so-and-so. And Um, and they tell all their friends because, and I have massage therapists, acupuncturists, and then I'm the only athletic trainer. I think athletic trainers could dominate this world of owning clinics. It's scary. I'm going to tell you that. I started with zero. I started with zero patients on day one. And it is, it was A long process, um, but within a little over two years, I'm doing okay that um, now I own the clinic or I'm owning the clinic, so. All right, highest degree, past bachelor's, licensure, certification in order of difficulty. Interesting. It's just, it's not just ATs that need to do that, but every medical professional. Dylan, I've never thought about it that way. Licensures, then certifications. Interesting. Interesting. I guess my, the only thing I question is, I guess my, I feel like my certification, I I have to have my certification in order to get my license, right? I could be a certified with no license, but I can't be a licensed without a certification. Um, and that's why to me, the certification is almost more, it's more important. Um, all I did for a license was give the state some money. <laughs> um, but... Either way, I like that Dylan. I, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because people have asked me too, and I'm like, I think it's I think this is what it's supposed to be. But maybe I'll switch it. Maybe I'll go Dylan's route from now on. Who knows? We'll see if I if you remember to do that. Anywho, if you have any questions, please, um, we'll talk about it. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up here. Um, I of course have to thank HealthyRoster.com all the folks over there at Healthy Roster, Dan and everybody. You're wonderful. We miss you. Um, hopefully we can get on a call soon. I'm sure you guys are changing the world one one thing at a time over there, and we'd love to talk to you again. Brew Fitness, thank you. Um, Howie's, thank you. Uh, I can't, can't believe we're, we're now partnering with all these places that, gosh, I was, you know, just a couple years ago, we were all hanging out at NATA and We got to meet so many different people. And I remember even, I think, meeting some people from Howie's and it was cool. Um, Yeah, StructuralElements.com. That's where I work. That's what I own. Um, I'm glad I got to talk to you guys about it. I can't wait to have more conversations with you guys about it. Um, And if you guys ever have any questions, please, 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 please um, reach out. And I hope everybody has a good night. Bye.